Welcome to the Jedi Mind Tricks podcast, the place where we take ancient and contemporary wisdom using a modern spin to help you with your own self-mastery life hacks. We use the secrets of the body to unlock memory and help you master your health, wellness, relationships, business, and build success in all areas of your life. I am Michelle Patrick, and this is Jedi Mind Tricks. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Jedi Mind Tricks podcast. There has been so much going on here in Camp Self Mastery, a lot of uh, self um, research, a lot of rapid transformation, a lot of exerting outside of the comfort quote quote zone, which I think I'm going to speak to you about today. I've recently been through quite a journey with healing my eyesight. I'm not even sure if healing's the right word, actually. And I'm going to be talking to you about that on a later episode coming soon. I'm doing some things around it at the moment. It'll probably be my next episode. So I went through a period of my eyesight degenerating. And, you know, I was told it was just age. I went to the opticians. I was also told I had fairly high eye pressure. Now, none of these things are acceptable to me. I do not accept normal society's views of entropy. I don't believe the human body to be as fragile as we have been so taught. I think that Keeping us in the fragility, the fragile ideas of the human form can often keep us in our comfort zones of what we expect from the body. And of course, what we expect from the body usually is the reality of the body. So I like to have no expectations in the realms of degeneration at all. I mean, who does? Nobody wants to experience entropy, right? So I kind of went on this journey of self, self research, um, that had to do with a lot concerning my self observation, concerning emotional pathologies, happenings in my life over the past 12 months, over the period of my eyesight degenerating. Um, and when I say de- degenerating people, I'm not talking about going blind. You know, I'm just talking about not being able to see my shit <laughs> anymore, having to hold things further away from my eyes than I'd like, screens looking fuzzy, um, all of the, you know, first world human shit that isn't really that serious, but it is serious to me because I feel like the senses are some of our most valuable tools of healing and to experience degeneration in any sense of a sense, you know, can be quite debilitating to your whole that you're experiencing. Obviously things happen. And when things happen, we deal with them accordingly. And we readjust as the readjustable, not so fragile humans um, that I was speaking about. But this is more in a broader prospect to me. So I start experiencing, you know, usual degenerative eyesight stuff. But over the past year, and I noticed it has its fluctuations. So I went into a deep monitoring of that. I was able through real, real strong self-observation and tracking um, kind of highlight 
causes in my body, um, in my emotional landscapes, and in the way it was manifesting in my eyes, you know, as a sense organ through, through the organs in my internal viscera, because, you know, every internal organ, we might not be able to see it. I say this all the time. And I'm also going to be speaking to you guys about um, organ theory um, on this podcast too. But, you know, every organ has a sense organ, has a tissue, has a fluid. So we might not be able to see it, but we can see it if we know what we're looking at. And a lot of the time we don't because we don't know our bodies like that. Um, so doing this self-observation, I was able to pinpoint my unique, what I personally thought was the issues for my experience of the degeneration. And it had nothing to do with me turning 40 almost two years ago. I mean, the amount of people, the amount of people that were like, oh, Michelle, it's just because, you know, you're 40 now. This is what happens. So even that this is what happens is a comfortability. We accept that things happen because we have been taught that they happen through the experience of others. But we are all unique individuals and unique experiences expressions of consciousness expressing itself in matter, in cellular biology, and everybody's cellular biology, even though from the same pattern, is expressively different because we all have different lives, right? So you 40-year-olds out there that want to buy that your eyesight is bad because you're 40, you go right ahead, but I won't be doing that. <laughs> so anyway, through this through this journey, I was able to pinpoint what I considered was my unique pathological, you know, foundations for the possibility of this degeneration. And you pinpointing those things, I reached for tools, self-mastery tools that included minerals, um, that included uh, naturopathic protocols and stuff to go on a journey to adjust this, uh, this entropy that I was experiencing due to my unique causes. And I totally, it totally rectified my eyesight, <laughs> my eye pressure and my eyesight went back to completely normal. So anything is possible. And I'm going to be speaking to you that on a, on a later episode. So stay tuned to the Jedi Mind Tricks podcast. It's only just heating up now. But saying all of that, I wanted to, I was speaking in my portal recently about this idea of comfort, especially in our body. And had I been comfortable in my body accepting that it was fact um, that I was going, my eyesight was going to be de de degenerate because I was over 40. I do a lot of eye work. Um, and that was going to be that. Had I been comfortable in that, then I might have been comfortable with my glasses. And I would have just continued going to get my prescription and that would have been that. And it, it really made me think about the comfort in our lives and how we often use comfort as a means to not reach our potential. And I was speaking into this in my portal recently, um, the self-mastery community portal. Um, I was doing a live. I do these uh, Sunday self-mastery sermons. <laughs> uh, they can get quite spicy. You should join us. Um, where I was discussing this comfort zone and the idea of comfort. And comfort really essentially in human beingness, if you are 
on a path of self-mastery and you don't have to be on a path of self-mastery. Free will is a thing. You are here to be free in whatever you choose. But if you're listening to this podcast and if you have an interest in self-mastery, then you are probably interested in pushing through the comfort zone, the comfort cloud of human potential. And often what keeps us in this, this comfort is the idea of pain because human beings detest pain. We've been trained out of the idea of pain. You know, nobody wants to experience pain physically, mentally, emotionally. We run from it as far as we can in any way, shape or form, even though pain is a natural part of creation. I mean, women have to go through pain to give birth to human beings. Um, and we even tried to numb that, you know, in, in birthing protocol. Um, but so it's by proxy that just because of our societal, um, rearing that we often avoid pain by any means necessary. And when we, in our choice to avoid pain in any way, shape or form, um, it kind of keeps us in our zones of comfort. And then, but on the other side of the zone of comfort is pure untapped human potential and possibility. And I'm going to reference this back to the body, right? Because often we experience things or our bodies as a place of comfort. Um, and that could even be when we are experiencing chronic dis-ease or chronic unbalance in our body. These things become almost comfortable. We become comfortable in the uncomfortability of it. We just accept things as so and take the necessary things that we have been told that will ease the signs and symptoms of this said imbalance or chronic illness, because this is what's comfortable to do. And outside of chronic illness and imbalance, even comfortability in say fitness potential, you know, it's, and again, it's free will. You do what you wish um, with your free will. But I think the idea of the fragility in the human body also comes from not pushing it, not seeing what it's made of. Um, oh, and on that note, you know, the mind is quite interesting in that. And I've seen it a lot in clinical practice. Um, and also, you know, with myself, um, with my clients, um, that people don't know what they're made of. They don't know what they're made of, um, in life. So often we keep ourselves in the comfort zone and don't push past the, the zone of comfort into potential. So we don't really know what we're made of. We don't really know because we don't push what's on the other side of the push. Um, we don't know what we're made of, but I think that also comes into body, right? Going back to what I was just about to say about the fitness, you know, in fitness, or we might get comfortable with certain ways our body looks, um, and being, even though we really would like to feel a bit fitter, we would really love our energy to be a bit more vivacious. We would really love to experience things in body that we don't choose to experience because we're comfortable actually being in the uncomfortability of the thing that we'd rather have a different experience of. <laughs> oh God, I love us so much. I love us so much. So 
it's, you know, if you're not willing to push, um, even the physical aspects of the human being sometimes in ways, um, that might be uncomfortable, then you are not going to know what it's made of. And you will certainly find more comfort in sitting in the comfort zone of the mediocrity that you're accepting for your human form. Um, but going back to the not knowing what you're made of, you know, often the mind, you know, and the mind being a reflection of body. The mind is that yang reflection of the yin aspect of the body. It's the immaterial aspect of matter. Matter and immaterial go together like a hand in a silk glove. They cannot be separated. It's a perfect fit. Um, but, you know, sometimes we try and go to mind and expect things of the mind when the soils, the, the soils of the mind, the body, um, are not fertile enough to hold. Um, the concepts of the mind or to allow the mind to do the amazing things it's capable of, like even healing the body. But one cannot do the other because those two things are mutually dependent and intertwining. So if you want the mind to do any healing of the body, then the body has to be in a place where the mind, um, and not, you know, not in perfect health or anything like that, but less dense so that the mind can, can function properly. I mean, if you can't still the mind enough to focus on healing in any way, shape or form, because you're drinking 15 cups of coffee a day, then probably need to stop coffee. I'm talking about those basic things, you know, to still, to still the mind. It's the mind that will, will tell us that you're comfortable in your comfort zone. So past that comfort zone is realms that you might not quote, quote, be able to reach. And I see that as a, because I see the mind as a reflection of body and vice versa. Um, I think that's because we literally don't know what we're made of physically. <laughs> if you don't know where you've come from, you don't know where you're going. And I view the body and the mind as those two things. You know, it's, if you don't know what you're made of physically, then you will not know what you're made of mentally. And I'm talking about this kind of comfort zone in matter today because it was really blew my mind um, whilst on this journey with my eyesight um, and really knowing what I was quote, quote, made of in self-observation, being able to highlight chronic patterns of emotional pathology that I have been experiencing recently, um, being able to look at the tracking of my eyesight in those times, being able to see what was going on in my internal ecology at that time. Did I have any other quote, quote, signs and symptoms um, that were coming from my body that I could also attach to these happenings? Um, knowing what I'm made of physically and mentally just essentially saved my eye spot sight, especially in the areas of the eye pressure, which was ludicrously high, ludicrously high. And I was willing to extend myself outside of the comfortability of acceptance of that. And I see human beings doing unbelievable, phenomenal things um, from being willing to kind of experience pain in some way, shape or form to see what they are made of, to see what's on the other side of that. And I think going back to signs and symptoms, right? It's not, I'm not talking about, um, 
kind of a masochistic want and desire for st- statistic pain. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Um, I'm just talking about the comfort zone and not being willing to taste anything outside of it. Um, and in the area of signs and symptoms of the body of which my eyesight was a, a sign and symptom of sorts of my body, as I would call dirty talking to me in not such a sexy way to let me know, Hey, we're not communicating properly right now. I know you're out living your life, doing these things and living this reality, but it's because of me, you're actually living this reality. So if you're not going to communicate with me, I'm going to have to do you dirty and I'm going to have to bring you back home for a second, you know, and I view signs and symptoms, especially being a clinical practitioner that as that, definitely. Um, nothing is coincidence. And the comfort in accepting that leads to degeneration of your own reality in body or in mind. Um, it's the acceptance of that uncomfortability, like even in, you know, the signs and symptoms. And I, I really view that these things, signs and symptoms are the body just wishing, you know, to draw you back into it, to, to bring you back home in order to allow it to do its job because the body is a perfectly functioning ecology in its own right, capable of the most phenomenal acts of homeostasis that are happening in every moment. Your body, even on a cellular level, works for your highest and greatest good in every breath that you take. But because we're so disattached for it, we can never have the reverence for it in that way. But it, that is what's happening on a cellular level. So when these thing, when these hiccups come, it really brings us into an opportunity to see where that area between matter and mind is not at a balance for well-functioning homeostasis. Um, but being and accepting the comfort in the uncomfortability of signs and symptoms in the body is, is not going to allow you to see or me to see my full human potential in homeostasis in mind and body, which we all have, which is, you know, through my studies of medicine, um, through my studies, my continuing studies in psychology, through my love and absolute impassioned um, for self-mastery, it's allowing me and allowing me to inspire others and others inspire others and others inspire others into what is possible in human potential just from being in body. And allowing ourselves to be so in a body, in the matter of our body, that we are able to essentially alchemize from just self-observation. Like truly, you can always in all ways. Um, but that comfort zone that comfort zone that we have all been trained to be in, in body can be really quite damaging. It allows us to accept, um, 
that's those states, you know, of possible entropy or uncomfortability, but, but, um, just covering it up with some, you know, low grade farmers or whatever and taking away our responsibility to be self observant and to reach the highest states of our potential. Truly. And being able to be present in body enough, um, to push outside of the comfort zones of your body, which also include uncomfortability. Because as I've said, we get comfortable being uncomfortable in comfortability, but using the human body, our physiological forms to decide to push past that comfort zone is where we really find, um, you know, the red velvet cake of human potential, truly, truly. And it tastes good, but we won't ever get to those states if we're not willing to move past that chokehold of comfortability. So thank you for listening to my impassioned rant today. I will be coming back to speak to you about organ theory and with plenty of other amazing guests. And thank you for being here. Let's push past our zones of comfortability together into greater places of human potential so that we do not only change our realities, but reality itself. And I'll see you again next time. <music>